Welcome to Diving Into Deep Waters. I'm your host, Erin Rowling, and it's a new year, and so I'm so excited to dive into what God has in store for us. I just want to thank you for joining me, and I pray you feel encouraged and strengthened. You'll probably laugh. You'll probably cry. Whatever happens, I'm excited for our time together, and we're going to dive in, and we're going to dive in deeper than we ever have before. So here we go. Um, I'm back. (laughs) I actually, it's so weird because I feel like it's been such a long time since I've recorded um, that I felt super nervous about doing this. I don't know. I don't think I have really felt nervous the last several times that I've recorded, but because it's been a little while, I just had like butterflies and I'm like, do I remember how to do this? Can I do this? And, you know, hopefully it's just like riding a bike. You just get back on. We're just going to go and we're going to, going to do it. We, we did not intend to have such a significant amount of time off. And just so you know, it's not like we were in Maui with some you know, pina coladas on the beach, just uh, hanging out. Although, Kara, I think that would not have been a bad idea. (laughs) Um, I really wouldn't have minded that. But um, actually, we, Kara, who has just been a significant part of this podcast, uh, anything awesome you see is her doing. And we have been planning and working out some things. And we actually had like a two-day intense time of uh, setting up photo ops and doing sound bites and all of this stuff to go like head into the holiday season. And she had me doing those reels, which I suck at. I, I learned a few things about myself. I think sometimes in our mind, we think we can do certain things. And then when you're on the spot, you all of a sudden realize you're kind of just a dork and (laughs) like, I can't jump. She'd be like, just jump. And I was like, I can't do this. Um, apparently I can't just jump in it, look effortless. And, um, yeah. So we had spent two days of doing that. And on the second day, I didn't feel great, but you know how sometimes you just feel worn out and we had had a lot going on, uh, leading up to my daughter's wedding. And so I just thought, ah, I think I'm just a little tired and kind of just need to rest. And I got home on that second day sat down in my chair and I couldn't physically move. Um, Just had a fever and chills and voila, I had COVID. So um, I embarked on a two-week journey of that, which just really took me down. I was surprised because normally when I get sick, I don't usually have a difficult time um, when I'm sick, but this really took me out and it was irritating because (laughs) I don't, I mean, who likes to be sick? I don't think anybody likes to be sick, but sometimes I think I will certain things in my mind when I'm sick and I obviously could not will anything to go in my favor. I just needed to rest and take it easy. But also at that time, We had found out that uh, the place that we were hosting our daughter's wedding, the venue needed to 
you know, sent us our money back because we weren't able to host it in anymore. So here I am with COVID. The, the whole brain fog was a real thing. I don't know if you're listening, if you've had COVID or maybe you've talked to people about it, but I've never felt so absent-minded in my life. Even just making, we did grocery pickup, which I really, I don't like grocery shopping, but I like to pick out my fruits and vegetables. I'm super picky about it, but I will say grocery pickup was life for our family, but doing it, it took me over two hours just to put groceries in a virtual cart. I couldn't even think of like eggs. I was like, what are those white things that are around? Oh, eggs. You know, just It was just difficult. And so being in that state of mind and planning a wedding and re, basically starting at square one, trying to figure out what we could keep in place, what we needed to change, where could we do it? How many people can you have? It just... Um, was very interesting and the Lord really did cover me with grace in that that time because I found a caterer and later after I come out of the COVID they contacted me and they're like so did you want us to do the catering and I was like oh my gosh I never got back to them and they were super gracious and kind and thankfully had not scheduled anything else but um, so we we kind of went through all of that during that time. And plus, I mean, come on, moms, you know, like Christmas also, uh, just getting ready for that. I mean, I have four kids, husband, we have a church. There's just a lot going on at Christmas time. So um, basically, I just told my children, you just need to send me links to everything you want. And I literally just sat there and I just you know, ordered Amazon and Etsy were like, I love Etsy. I don't know if you've ever shopped on Etsy. I'm sure you do. Um, my new favorite thing, just literally finding the most unique things and, and the, you know, supporting small businesses, which I love. And, uh, so it was, it was kind of a, a crazy time. And then we, needed to quarantine before my daughter's wedding just to make sure we were being safe. Um, got through the wedding, which was just phenomenal. It was it was probably one of the closest times I've ever felt to the Lord was at during their ceremony. The intangible presence of God was just overwhelming on every aspect. I also probably cried all day <laughs> and not tears of sadness, but just tears of complete joy. Um, my husband and I have officiated like 40 weddings and in the moment of like helping my daughter get dressed, it just like hit me like, okay, this, this is happening. And I have watched moms in this moment and now it's my turn. And just the emotion that washes over you is just some amazing emotions and to watch my daughter um, give herself to uh, our new son um, was just fantastic. And God just just made an amazing day out of what completely changed from the beginning was just one of the most fantastic days of our family's life. And we've gained an incredible son. And so we're, we're super excited about that. So we wrapped that up and um, my husband came down with COVID. So... <laughs> you know, God was like, here, let's uh, help you with some patience and kindness and compassion because those are not my strengths when my husband is sick. 
And so uh, we were also during that time, our church experienced a huge outbreak of COVID, not in our church, but our town, which inherently affects our church. We had over 30 families um, that were dealing with it. So we needed to close the church down just to kind of keep people safe and let it kind of get a little removed from us. And so then we opened church back up and then my husband had COVID. So I actually preached and led worship and um, that was fun. But uh, so we went through all that. And and last week I thought, okay, we're, you know, Karen and I are like, all right, we're going to get back to the podcast. Like everything has slowed down. We're right on the cusp of that. And so excited to just like dive in. And uh, my sister's daughter is also getting married. And so I just had this huge impression just to call her and check on her just because I know all the changes we have gone through. And so I called her. I was like, hey, I just want to check on you, make sure you're doing okay. And she said, oh, did mom tell you? And I said, did she tell me what? And she said, oh, they're getting married tomorrow. So I guess my niece had woken up and said, hey, I think that I want to get married tomorrow because she just was discouraged with everything with COVID and how it was affecting her wedding. And she just really wanted to get married. And so they were decided to get married the next day. So uh, my sister was panicking <laughs> because as, as a mom, you've worked hard, you know, to provide this dream come true and this day to be special and we go out of our way for all those little details and work so hard for them so she just felt like oh now I got to whip up a wedding in one day and nobody was going to be able to come because it was such short notice so I called my husband I said hey do you think it'd be crazy if I jump in the car and I drive to Virginia which is about 10 hours, 12, you know, with stops and stuff. And he said, no, I think you should go. So I jumped in my car and I drove to Virginia, surprised my sister. She literally screamed at the door for like five minutes at the top of her lungs. So it was the best surprise that I've ever been able to give anybody and got to be there with my niece on her big day, but then got home. And then it was like, I should have already recorded the podcast. It already should be done. And so here we are, (laughs) we're getting it done. And I just keep expecting that life is going to settle down. But guess what? It hasn't. And that's okay. So we're back no matter what life is going to look like moving forward. We are here. We are excited um, just to be back in the flow, to be back weekly with you on everything. Um, because I believe God has stuff in store for us this year. And, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see what that looks like. And, and that time off for me personally was good just to spend some time also just in reflection. I never want to move forward in an area that God is not giving blessing or anointing for me to move forward in my life. And there are seasons for things. I've had many seasons in my life. We've talked about seasons. And so, um, and I think sometimes you wonder, are people going to miss it? Are they, you know, like, okay, that was nice. And that was a nice little thing here and tried or whatever. And so maybe you reached out to me. Uh, just with encouraging words or like, hey, I'm listening to past podcasts. 
I just want to let you know it's blessing me. Or when are, when are you coming back? Which was very nice to hear. I'm not going to lie. Um, and so here we are. We're back. And I hope that you're ready to dive into 2021. I know that was a super long like beginning introduction, whatever you want to call it. But I just felt like you deserve to know what's been going on over here in my life and why we needed to take a break. And, and I think God ordained that for whatever reasons. And we'll find out all the things that he, he, uh, you know, takes those seasons in our life and he teaches us stuff and what's going to come out of it will always be for his glory. But, um, I, I even thought about the topic for today, like, okay, that's kind of like a, a big shoes to fill of like, okay, what, what is for this year? What, what are we going to look at for the beginning of 2021? And I actually felt a little behind in the topic for this year because I missed like January 1st, the, f- the first week in January. And so I was kind of wrestling with what I felt like I was supposed to talk about or just, you know, kind of bring out. And it was interesting on my way home from Virginia, I was getting a little tired because I went by myself. So I was driving by myself and my husband usually like turns the radio on and cranks it just to keep himself awake. So I thought, um, I'm not really a radio person, but I'm going to be a radio person right now because I need to stay awake. And I was listening to this, I don't even know what it was because I don't know radio stations, but some kind of talk about the new year. And so I came home on the 12th of January and they said uh, an interesting fact about the 12th day of January is that most people who have come up with their New Year's resolutions and stuff like that, they actually, by the 12th, have given up on them. And so it just kind of brought to my mind like, okay, I think what we need to talk about is perfect because most of us, I mean, we make our list of our our new year New Year's resolutions and don't we go into it with the best of intentions? Like we don't make New Year's resolutions like thinking I am not gonna complete these. I mean, maybe we do because <laughs> so many years we fail at them. But but usually there are things that we really want to change or really implement in our lives and want to go after and things like that. So the the intentions are right, but often we we make them and we fail at them. And often the ones, I, I don't know about you, but in the years past, when I would make a New Year's resolution, it would usually be the New Year's resolution from the year before because... I had failed at it. I hadn't completed it. So guess what? I'm going to bring it into the the next year. Now, I know that some of you are like, wait a second. I make New Year's resolutions and I follow through on them. And so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the majority of us do not follow through on them. And, um, and, and most of us, you know, if you think about your news and, and maybe you follow through on one, okay? Maybe you get one out of the 10 that you've made. Because usually, what are they? What's like the number? The number one New Year's resolution is what? Lose weight, right? Or I want to get in shape. Or I want to eat better. 
I'm not doing sugar. I'm doing keto. I'm not doing processed food. I'm not drinking pop. Or if you get a little deeper off the surface of things is, you know, I want to read my Bible more. And maybe I want to be more kind. <laughs> I want to be less angry all the time. Or I want to have more patience, you know, for getting into the deeper things of life. We have all these ones that we we want and obviously that's just scraping the surface and I don't know what yours yours are or the ones you have made but those are often usually the normal ones if you will and and we usually for a few days we're committed like when we start something new it, so in my exercise um the things that I do when I start a new program the one of the trainers she often says that she'll say whenever we start a new prog- program we're all excited right? We've got new equipment. It's a new regime. We've got like, okay, you know, we go into it like going ho and all of this excitement. And then it's like after, you know, let's say maybe the workout repeats itself. It's like, oh, I just did that. I remember how hard it is. I don't want to commit to it. It's hard, right? To stay dedicated and committed to something, especially for a whole year. (laughs) If you think about that, it's 365 days. That's a long time. And we get so unfocused and we lose that motivation for the change we want to make. Um, for me, a few years ago, I felt like I was supposed to stop making New Year's resolutions. Now, I'm not saying that new that they're not a good thing, okay? Uh, that's not what this podcast is about. But I think for me, I was constantly failing at them. I was putting out these goals. And honestly, probably most of them were unrealistic. I mean, I think that we really do have high lofty things we want to accomplish and often they're kind of unrealistic. We're not being like realistic about it. I can't think of another word. (laughs) Brain fart right there. Um, But a, a friend of mine one year, I remember her sharing with me that she was, she'd asked God for a word for the year. Now I'm just gonna be honest with you. When she told me, I was like, okay, spiritual person, there you are trying to be all holy. Good for you. We're not all have to be holy. (laughs) That's just being honest. That's what I thought in my mind. And then, of course, what does God do? He says to me, hey, why don't you ask me for a word? I may or may not have rolled my eyes when he said that because I just didn't feel like being a holy person. I mean, that's just be the truth of it. That's me being honest. Of course, I did ask him because, you know, he told me to ask him. And what's the harm in asking? And of course, God was just waiting for me to answer, to ask so that he could give me a reply of the word he wanted me to, to work on. And so uh, now I didn't just ask for the word. See, this is where I was. Dis- I guess this is where I was disobedient. <laughs> I, so I asked for a word, but I also made resolutions. Not very obedient people. You know, sometimes we can be so stubborn, right? We're like, okay, I'll do what you want me to do, God. But I'm just still going to slide in my own little agenda here. And that's what I did. But I quickly realized that 
my focus wasn't to be on those resolutions. My focus was to be on getting a word from the Lord. And I found out that I didn't really need those resolutions because by me focusing on the word that he was giving me, it was it was going to encompass a lot more than I thought. And it was going to keep me busy. <laughs> I wasn't going to really have time for those other things. Or some of those things were going to fall under the word that he had given to me. Now, I have a new fascination uh, through doing this podcast of looking up words. And I've told you this before. Because I feel like when you look up a word, it kind of brings a significant different way of understanding the word and just brings new light to what you're looking up and it makes it more applicable to what that word actually means. And so I looked up the meaning of the word word, which (laughs) I know you're probably thinking like, you looked up the word word? Yes, I looked it up because one of the definitions of the word word is instruction. Now just take that in for a second because I actually just like took a second when I looked it up and thought instruction, getting a word, asking for a word from the Lord and getting it is God's way of giving me instruction for what he wants me to dive into, what he wants to bring into my life for that next year. And I don't know, but that just kind of blew my mind. I never actually looked at it that way until I looked up the word, word. And it helped me, if we look at it like, okay, when God gives me a word for this year, I can look at it and say, okay, God is about to instruct me on how to approach what he has for me this year, what he's going to do in me for this year. And it's where my focus needs to be. Because I think we... We often think of things, areas in our life, okay, that we need to work on. It doesn't necessarily mean that God wants to work on those areas. It doesn't mean that he wants to leave them the same, but he also has a timing. And sometimes things just fall into place. Areas in our life fall into place as we're working on the thing that he's directing our focus to. And that first year, the word that I got was his word. My husband had challenged our church um, that year, in the beginning of the year, to read through the Gospels. And he he encouraged everyone to just, just read through them, like one chapter a day, nothing major, wasn't like five chapters a day, which was overwhelming to me anyways. But just to start with one chapter a day. And not only to do that, but he also really encouraged us so to when make ourselves he accountable. had given us this challenge, it really went along with my heart's desire of I've every year I was like, okay, I'm gonna be in my word more. I'm gonna be more consistent with it and just always failing at it or just doing like a little verse here and there, which is obviously better than nothing. But I had always wanted to be just like grounded in that. And so my friend Michelle and I, we decided, hey, we're going to keep each other accountable. And so we did. Every day we would check in with our word. And it number one, that was a huge difference for me, was being accountable to someone, which I've told you that many times. Um, 
but we just kind of went with it and it was just so exciting to be like, okay, I'm actually doing this. And I quickly realized that I didn't have to make this list of resolutions. All I had to do was get in my word because the word is instruction and it has guidance and it aligns us. It actually has everything we need to get in for the resolutions we want for the year. Like all those things will fall in line because that's what the Bible does for us. A verse that I just looked up was Hebrews 4.12 because it says, For the word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing the division of soul and spirit of joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. The word of God is active and living (laughs) and it, it convicts us where it needs to convict us. And the areas that we need to work on, God will bring those things out as we get into the word or we'll have questions there's the answers. Like it gives us instruction and it aligns our thoughts to how God thinks and his view of things and what, how we need to be living our lives, how we need to raise our children, how we need to treat our spouse, how we need to treat our friends. What kind of worker are we supposed to be? Like, are we supposed to be in church? Every question it's, it's there. Not everything is super black and white. I get that but he uses his word consistently to bring everything we need into one spot. And for years, I spent my energy and my time trying to self-improve and be more accomplished in the year. And yet God was like, hey, how about you just start with being consistent in my word? Because a regular diet of the word and an ingestion of him is going to take everything and put it right where it needs to be. It will all fall into place. Listen, I'm not, just so you know, like Aaron says, no resolutions. No, I'm not ripping apart or wanting to um, like bring that, say that that's not what you should do because we should care about ourselves and want to do better. And even the Bible says, that it's important to take care of our bodies. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19 19 through 20, it says, you are not your own. Therefore, honor God with your body because it is a temple of the Holy Spirit. If you're like, if you have plans or maybe you're a vision board person or things like that, I mean, Proverbs 21, 5 says, the plans of the diligent lead to a profit. So taking care of your body or having goals and wanting to accomplish things, those are biblical. (laughs) That's all good stuff stuff. And those are things that we need to go after. But something that I realized pretty quickly that was that when I put my focus and intention on God's word, he instructed my steps. Did you hear that? He instructed my steps towards those goals. And those things came into alignment as a by. See, the one thing with this, not doing podcast for a while, I feel like I can't talk. You're like, maybe you couldn't talk before either, Erin. You always messed up your words. Sorry. Um, But it's a byproduct of being in your word. I'm going to tell you this right now. This is something that is going to be my mantra for this year. And for every year that God says for me to continue to do this podcast, I will 
always say to get in your word. And I will encourage you through probably almost every time I use a scripture, I'll be like, hey, get in your word. (laughs) Because every time I read his word, like even going over these couple of scriptures, it was like, mic drop, mic drop, mic. That's how I feel like when I when I really ingest what I'm reading and I really like pay attention to what the Bible says, we more than ever live in a world of people's opinion. Am I not right? I mean, all you have to do is go on Facebook or, you know, that's mainly one of the main things. And, and the world tells us what we need to accept and how we need to live our lives. And almost everything out there is leading us down a dangerous road. And we don't see any of the warning signs because we're like just being like sheep being led to the slaughter because we haven't gotten into the word of God, which is life and is living and inspired by God himself that gives us the daily instruction of how to do this thing called life. In Psalm 119.11, it says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Listen, you cannot hide anything in your heart if you aren't daily ingesting it into your life. You can't. It's just not possible. You can think you are, and on the surface you might, but you it says hide Hide your word in my heart. It's become one of my favorite Bible verses, actually, because I think in the, and I'm not like saying God's coming back tomorrow, but God, just look at the world right now, right? Like more than ever, I'm like, I need to hide. I need to cherish the fact that I get to hold this book in my hand and I get to hide the words off of these pages in my heart because people, we better be doing that because one day that book is not going to be able to be in our hands. There's people in this world who don't get to hold the holy word of God in their hands. They just get pages or they just get scriptures and they hide it in their heart because they understand how they need it. So we better be hiding it in our our heart because the world is just getting nutser and nutser and nutser daily. It's just like, what is going on? Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. See, he's provided the light. He's provided what we need to see in a very dark world. And it's just getting darker. But this is what's happening. You've got the word of God. That's your flashlight, right? But you never open it. So you're not going to get the light you need because you're never opening. It's like having a flashlight without batteries. The flashlight does you no good without the batteries. Am I correct? And I'm getting a little preachy right now. <laughs> I just preached last Sunday. I'm getting kind of preachy. But that's that's what the word of God is. It's like you got to open it in order to have the light to light your path. And we need him to light our path because left to our own, we come up with, we go our own way. We're like sheep led astray, but he's the one who guides us and he keeps us on the right path. Listen, I implore you with everything in me right now 
to get in your word. Throw away those New Year's resolutions. Now I'm telling you to throw them away (laughs) and just get in your word. Like, I 100% guarantee it will be one of the best things you have ever done in your entire life, except for accepting Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Being in your word is one of the greatest things you can do because it goes in alignment with being a child of God. We, we don't even know how to be a child of God without getting into the word of God. It'll transform you. If you start now, you can be like, well, it already January, it's already started. Come on, it's not too late. I don't care when it is. Uh, I started in the beginning of the year, I believe with my friend Michelle, a couple years later, I ended up doing with my friend Carmen. I think we started in the middle of the year. So I have two accountability partners. I adore both of them. They're both have been so instrumental. They bring out different things to me. They'll text me different things. Sometimes we'll all text the same thing. It's just crazy sometimes. Like we'll get the same thing or whatever. Like it's so important. And I guarantee you, no matter when you start, which I hope it's right now, I hope as soon as you listen to this podcast, you call somebody, you text somebody, you ask somebody, hey, will you be my accountability partner? Because I want to ingest God's word and I need God's word. And I'm not going to worry about all the rest of this stuff in my life. I'm just going to soak in God's word. If you will do that, by the just think, okay, at the end of 2021, you're going to be like, this was my best year yet. I'm not saying the world will be the best year yet, or that family issues will be the best yet, but I, you personally will grow the most if you will ingest his word daily. I guarantee it because I know how I changed. It's personal to me. This is my testimony of getting in God's word daily. And when I don't, I miss it. Sometimes I'll I'll miss a day. Yeah, I miss a day. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. And the next day I'm like, this was for yesterday and I missed it. because I was lazy or whatever, you know, and we, we will text each other like, Hey, are you, are you okay? Or where are you? Which is why you have an accountability partner. If you're going to be an accountability partner, let me say this. You got to be willing to text that person and say, Hey, you didn't check in your word. No, I'm not saying you have to do it every single day. We do check in every single day, but sometimes we'll miss a day or whatever. And then we'll be like, Oh, I read chapters 31 and 32 or whatever. But be a good accountability partner for somebody because they need it and you need it. And I want a good one. So I want to be, be a good one to someone else. Um, so if you have received, you're, you're already like, okay, I, I'm already consistent in my word. Okay. Uh, Aaron, I already do that. That, that is solid in my life you know, then let me just move on to another challenge for those of you who already have your, your solid in your word. And I'm not saying just because you're not solid in your word doesn't mean God will give you a specific word. Cause I think that can happen too. Of course, God can do whatever he wants. I'm just saying, get your focus on the word. And then I would also encourage you to ask for a word, a specific word that God has for you. And let me just say, be ready to receive a word that you may not like. Because I 
probably every year that I've gotten a word since getting into the word have not been real thrilled about the word or I'll be like, what does that mean? Like, okay, was God going to teach me about that? Like, oh, he's probably like, oh, child, you are so, <laughs> you need help, girl. Um, at, because every word has challenged me. And obviously throughout the year, I have seen that come into fruition of exactly what God has wanted to teach me about that word. And also just be patient. I know when I first started asking for words, they would come quickly and I had them for the beginning of the year, but then sometimes he would make me wait. And I had to really ask and I'd have to ask again and say, okay, Lord, I haven't received a word, but I know that you have something for me. So what is it? And there's also valuable teachable moments in the wait because it's an important time as well to just consistently ask and I don't know if he's just like hey I want to make sure you're ready for it or that you really want it and so you're relieved when I give it to you because you may not like it I don't know what the whole process is but I know that he will be faithful to give it to you just in his timing of how he decides to give it to you this year um, it's actually interesting because he gave it to me early, which is the first time I've ever received a word early. And I received it about three months early. Um, I think I got it back in October. And at first I was like, is this for 2021? Is this, what is this for? And, um, a few months later, uh, I went through something where I, remember him whispering to me and he said, do you remember the word I gave you? And I said, yeah, you said deeper. And he said, I gave you your word early because you needed to know that right now I'm going to call you deeper than I ever have before. Ugh. See, he knows what he's doing. Do you think I'm super excited about going deeper? I've already experienced a moment of that I have to go deeper. And let me just tell you, I don't really want to. It scares the crap out of me. <laughs> but I rely on the faithfulness of God. And I know that if he's giving me a word, if he's intentional to give me something, it's for my good. And something amazing is going to come out of it. It may not be the most exciting time. It may, it's going to hurt. It's going to be a process. It's going to have a lot of things going on with it. But it's going to be for my good. And it's, at the end of the day, it's going to draw me closer to him. And isn't that what we want? At, at the bottom line, isn't that what we want? We want to be drawn so close, so close to the Savior, so close to our God. And sometimes, oh, it's hard to get there. It's a painful process, but it's worth it. It's so, so worth it because you, my friend, can trust that if he's called you to something specific, a specific word that he wants to birth from out of you, 
He's good to complete it. He's good to complete the work he has started. He will complete that word in you. So I'm going to encourage you to first ask. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. You must ask first. So ask. Secondly, after he gives it to you, and it might scare the crap out of you too, hold on to this. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. Be strong and courageous and do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you and he will never leave you or forsake you. I am excited for this next year. And without any doubt, I believe if we set our faces to be in his word and we are intentional to hide it in our hearts and let it instruct us, we're going to have the best year of growth spiritually and physically and all around of us as a person. So I'm going to go deeper. My question is, will you go deeper with me? Are you willing to go on this journey? I'm not saying it's not going to hurt. I'm not going to say that it isn't scary. But that's when we can rely on the faithfulness of God and know that he will never leave us or forsake us as he calls us into deeper waters.